Hello. Welcome back to Delayed Effect. I'm Packy. So, in this episode... Ah, I finally did it. Yeah. Finally got the guitar hooked up for this one. So, pretty fucking excited about that. Took me a little bit, though, to figure out how GarageBand actually does multi-track recording. Apparently, there's an option for show the record button on each track. And, like, why wouldn't that just be their standard? (laughs) It's so fucking weird. You actually have to go into the track settings and be like, hey, I want to see the record button for the option of whether or not I want to record on that track. I mean, I feel like that should just be a standard feature right there that you don't have to hide or unhide you know (laughs) it's really fucking stupid but yeah what do you expect it's a free program i don't know how well this is going to get picked up um i have two microphones going i have my uh, beta 57a for what you're hearing right now because I've grown to actually really like how it sounds with vocals. It sounds a lot better than the other one. Granted, I think both microphones are probably picking up my voice, but oh well, it'll just be kind of a weird stereo. Um, being that the the other microphone is my Sterling condenser mic, I don't know the specs on it other than the fact that it's a um, large diaphragm condenser uh, that I got for free when I purchased that isolation shield from garage garage and guitar center and they threw in this hundred dollar microphone for free with the purchase of that shield so um the shield itself is actually kind of shitty like (laughs) it does great for isolating things in the immediate vicinity but it doesn't shield the microphone from sound and it actually kind of sucks when you're recording music because uh, a large part of what you're picking up when you're recording music comes from the ambience it comes from how the sound bounces off the room that you're in so if that shield is in place it's blocking a specific path now if that's what you're looking for then perfect i mean that's that's the beauty of recording it's all about what you want to be heard so if if that's what you're wanting people to hear in the end result then there's no issue (laughs) but generally uh, you want to get as much natural reverb from the room that you're in as you can, if if that's you know what's intended for that particular track, because that's just less you have to do in post. You know, the most that you can get naturally, you get. I don't know. I just feel like you get a better result that way. Um, but yeah, this is my guitar. She still doesn't have a name yet, but this is my olive green uh fender mustang uh 90 fender mustang 90 it's called i think because the the 90 is the name of the pickups if i'm not mistaken um the website always described it as more of a garage rock kind of sound i mean you know the truth be told a lot of the sound you're going to get from a guitar comes from the amplifier too let's be real you know i mean if you have nothing but distortion on your, your amplifier or through your pedals or however your uh, signal path goes then 
it's just going to sound like a distorted guitar. <laughs> but there's a, there's a certain amount of it that comes out of the pickups as well. I mean, case in point, my other guitar, my uh, Epiphone Les Paul Jr., sounded like a piece of shit $90 guitar when I bought it. But when I put the Dirty Fingers pickups in them, what do you know? It sounds like a grungy little rock guitar. <laughs> so that's cool. I don't know if that's distorting a little bit or not. I'm having a slight issue with um, the fact that... Those notes don't go together. Um, if I move too much, so something that I've learned in my studies that is really common knowledge, but I didn't know before I started taking these audio courses, um, an instrument cable, or more commonly referred to as a guitar cable, is unshielded. Um, it is very susceptible to outside interference, be it RF signals or just, you know, the general waves that electricity puts off. And if you're running uh, an instrument cable with a microphone cable, like side by side, or especially with a power cable, um, if they're running parallel to each other, it's going to pick up a lot of interference. So I kind of don't want to do this, but it's, I have it going perpendicular with my microphone cable just to reduce the amount of interference, but if I turn a certain way, feedback picks up, and it's still super fucking subtle. There, that's better. Um, so I can't move around too much, which is going to suck when I want to go change a setting on the, on the amplifier, but yeah, it's interesting. that I don't know why they don't make instrument cables shielded, because... Amp feedback is a son of a bitch. <laughs> it's the worst thing ever. Um, but nevertheless, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing they probably do make shielded instrument cables, but they're probably a lot more expensive. Uh, now, if, if I understand correctly, shielded, in a sense, means that there's just a hot lead and a cold lead. No ground. And the ground is, you know, what keeps the the electricity from looping throughout the signal. So something like a microphone cable, if you look at an XLR cable, it has the three prongs in the front. That's the hot, the cold, and the ground. There's a specific order to which they go one, two, and three. Um, you just have to look really closely. But if you look at an XLR cable really, really close, you should see it says one, two, and three. I don't remember which one is which, but there is an easy way to tell. Um, I just don't remember what that is either. <laughs> I've been really out of practice with this shit lately. I just went to class last night. I didn't go last week because of the accident. And I've been really... God, last night was hard. Like, I had a really bad headache. We were working on drum samples, so it was just a constant, like, doo, 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 just kicking me right in that one spot on my head where the fucking headache was kicking me. And God... I just wanted to leave at a certain point, and that's horrible because, you know, I've, I've heard it said before on a working class audio podcast by one of the, the guests that he had on there said something like, you know, if you're constantly looking at the clock, like, you know, when you need to get out of there, then you probably shouldn't be there. You know, that, that really applies to any situation, but specifically to a studio, and I guess even more specifically to just what you're passionate about. Um, 
<laughs> that fucking sucked. Like I hate it. I, I hate that feeling of not really wanting to be there because that's time and money and that's time I could be spent learning. It's money that could be spent on something else that I would rather do in the moment. And that's a horrible thing to say, but I just need to expose myself to it more. I just need to get back into the swing of it. I need to be, um, what's the word? Fuck. I just had it for a second. Uh, persistent. No, I need to be, oh shit. Come on brain. Pick it out. Search the file cabinet. Proactive. I think there's a P word in there somewhere. Um, <laughs> yeah, I need to be just proactive about it. I need to get back into the groove because, I mean, when I really started going, you know, once a week and all the, the live shows that I did, not all of them at two, but, you know, the studio sessions and everything, like, I was having a blast. I was really loving it. And then, like, yesterday on the drive there, all I could think about is I really just want to go home and sleep. <laughs> and granted, that's because I got a shitty um, sleep the night before. But... I just got to get back into the swing of it, man. I can't lose sight of this because this is why I'm here. This is why I'm not in Oregon anymore. <laughs> you know, this is why this podcast exists in the first place. So fuck this place. Let's put up a parking lot. <laughs> uh. All right. I'm going to try and change a setting on the amp. Hold tight. It's going to buzz. Don't fucking do it. Oh, I didn't do it. Oh, shit. all right so if you have any prior knowledge of me you'll know i'm not actually a very good guitarist <laughs> um yeah i grew up listening to bands like green day or blink 182 at the disco and I didn't really grow up listening to them I just got into them a couple years ago uh, Bowling for Soup is one of them too let's see do I know any of theirs that's not it kind of <laughs> um, I don't think that was in the right key uh, well, it's Bowling for Soup Green Day Blink-182 some 41, I don't remember any of their songs. It's been too long since I've played it. No, I can't remember. I used to know how to play In Too Deep, um, but it's been a while since I played it. Um, Some 41, Eve 6, can't remember any of theirs off the top of my head. Their guitar patterns are a little bit peculiar compared to the other ones that I listed. And, you know, bands like that, punk, pop punk rock was my genre growing up, which is all simply just. <laughs> it's a lot of power chords and palm muting. And um, what do you call those? Harmonic chords? <laughs> Thank you. 
Um, yeah, I said um a lot already. Oh well, that's that's all I really grew up listening to. I mean, no, okay, that's not all. I did listen to things like ACDC. You know, um, I won't play Back in Black because that's way overheard. Oh my God, I did. <laughs> I just paid played Back in Black, but I used the chords from Highway to Hell. funny um like i'm not gonna play back in black so i didn't i just played the rhythm of back in black with the chords from highway to hell that's a weird kind of sacrilege i failed the rock gods uh let's be honest i failed them the day i learned how to play a power chord (laughs) um yeah i mean those are bands that i grew up listening to so that's like the extent of my skill you know i can do a few bluesy things Something like that. I, I know, you know, scales. And then like pentatonic scales. And then the blues box plays off which I think BB King was really well known for. <laughs> Something like that. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, I'm not exceptionally skilled, so bear with me on that. But I've had this one, um, what do you call it? This one riff that I don't know if I came up with, but God, it sounds really cool and like kind of like seventies rock. Like, like, you know, seven, what was considered metal back then, like ACDC. That wasn't right. You know, it's, it's just a simple B chord oh shit i don't care god i don't know if that just got cut off or not garage band is like we're detecting feedback so let's stop this whole recording i don't know why garage band has a lisp all of a sudden but fuck you i think it's because my my headphones that I have on are semi-open, so the sound is kind of bleeding through, and then the microphone's picking up that, and it's like, it's generating a feedback. Mer. So if it sounds different now, that's why, because I just turned the air quote monitors off, which are the headphones. Which is really confusing, by the way, because I say to somebody, I want to buy a pair of studio monitors, and they're like, oh, so you can see your computer? No. So I can hear my music. <laughs> uh Yeah, I don't, I don't know where I got that from, but it's something that I kind of want to incorporate into a song. 
you know, something. What was that one song we did? Remember that time I recorded a song? That was pretty cool. Zach and I both did on Down the Bunny Hole, which, by the way, we're going to do tonight, I hope. That's the plan, anyway, that we're going to record an episode because Blink-182 released one new song, so, you know, one new song means one new episode. <laughs> yeah, that's how we roll. Uh, there's just nothing really to talk about until they do something because we kind of filled up the catalog. Like, when we started the show, we had a whole catalog to go through because we figured, oh, well, they just released Dogs Eating Dogs like a year before we started the podcast, I think. So... You know, there was always talks of, oh, we're going back in the studio. So here we go. So I'm like, okay, well, by the time we get through like half the catalog, we'll have a new album. Well, then Tom did his thing where he decided not to ever do the music. <laughs> and lo and behold, nothing ever happened for five years. So, you know, over the course of uh, three years, the, I, have we been doing Down the Bunny Hole for three years? I don't know. Almost three years, I think. But over the course of the podcast, you know, it's like we ran out of shit to talk about. We tried to fill the gaps, you know, with side project stuff, and we went through all that, too, because Tom doesn't do anything with angels and airwaves anymore, either. So, fuck. What are we going to do? We, I mean, honestly, I think it would be cool for us to just sit down and talk about music in general and guitars and stuff like that, but our schedules are so hard to mesh up. You know, I was I was listening to some old pod block. You know, they, they started going on about how um, Zach and Mark from Twofer, same Zach, you know, um, were saying how it's a little bit harder for them to record together because they can't just walk down the street. And then Joe was saying, it's like, well, you know, in, in my defense, I would think it'd be harder for us because I physically have to walk down there. We physically have to set up everything. And, you know, that that's true. In that regard, you are very correct because some of us just have studio stuff set up all the time, just ready to go at a moment's notice. But <laughs> the time difference really fucking sucks because let's say in the middle of the week, I don't get home till about six at night, maybe five thirty if I'm lucky on Zach's time, that's seven thirty eight o'clock by then he's already getting himself ready for bed. I mean, to dedicate another hour to podcasting, which he already does tries to do once a week with two for, which is easier with Mark because they only have an hour difference. But because I commute so fucking far to and from work, it's like getting, <laughs> getting home in time to do anything like even when I lived further up north it took me like a half hour or so to get home even then it was difficult just because that time of night like you know he's probably already done twofer and he's already got other stuff going on it's just like our schedules couldn't mesh up right plus I lived in a shed I didn't want to do anything out there <laughs> Yeah, but anyway digression aside I really hope that doesn't sound annoying on this. I can't hear it anymore. <laughs> and I'm kind of hoping because I actually have the, the amplifier behind me and the um, condenser mic pointed towards the amplifier. Now it's a cardioid pattern, meaning it really only picks up what's in front of it and a little bit out to the sides. Actually, a lot out to the side. Imagine a heart shape where the little butt crack part is 
the center point of the microphone. So it picks up a little bit of the bleed from out around it, but then it mostly just picks up what's in front of it. That's the same for this uh, Beta 57. I think it might even be a hypercardioid, which means it's just a tighter pattern. So that condenser mic, in theory, should not be picking up much else when the guitar is playing because it's getting bombarded so hard with the signal from the amplifier. Everything else should just be drowned out. So essentially what I'm saying is I'm really hoping it's not picking up my, my pick hitting the strings. <laughs> spent $500 on this guitar and I don't even know how to play it. <laughs> Take a look into my Ah, see, wrong chord. Take a look into my eyes I wanna hold you till you're paralyzed I cannot play and sing at the same time. <laughs> it's so hard to do. I can't even sing. I can't even play. Why do I try and do them both at the same time? It's like when I tried to ride a motorbike, like a motocross bike, you know? And I can't even ride a bicycle. Why would I try and ride that? <laughs> oh, it propels itself. I should be fine. Take pedaling out of the equation. Yeah, and it also goes like about 10 miles an hour right from the get-go at a downward angle scraping me into the pavement yeah that was dumb oh well now oh, let's try a little clean sound hold on a sec don't fucking make the noise uh, now let's go all clean well that's got no amplifying power at all <laughs> This is more of a clean, there's actually um, a clean button <laughs> on this amplifier, this Roland Cube. I feel like that's really loud and I'm sorry. Hold on. I'll cut the gain down on that channel a little bit, see if that helps. The only thing I hate about a clean signal is you can really hear all the fuck-ups. <laughs> That's what I love about distortion. It always sounds kind of cool. It sounds a little too chili pepper-ish to me. 
tune all the way. <coughs> mm, excuse me. This guitar is really comfortable to hold. So, the guitar itself, um, what I had it playing on mostly, that's the bridge pickup right there. See, it's kind of kind of sharp, a lot of high end on that, a lot of mid and high, you know? Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> I was touching the, the mic stand with it. I'm like, what the fuck is that noise? I stepped on a rat. Um, this is both pickups together. It brings out a lot more of the, oof, you know, the low end part of it. And this is just the neck pickup. Which is more low and cuts out a lot of the high end, so it's a little more bassy, you know? Kind of cool. Um, I missed my distortion, though, so you've heard it clean. Now let's get a little dirty. God, I'm so retarded. Oh, no, no feedback. No feedback. Too many wires. Not enough time. Um, let's go with this one. No feedback. No. Bad. Knock that shit off right now. not although i kind of hope it is <gasps> fuck your eardrums what do i need them for oh wow i can see that definitely coming through on the sm57 too or excuse me beta 57 not to be confused stop it feedback i'm gonna kill you now maybe i'll just stand back here and play off the getting picked up on everything I touch. There. I think it was just too close to the mic cable. God, I don't like that sound. Uh, let's bump that there. Boost the mid. that one.
I'm just playing the same chord over and over again. Yeah, isn't that what punk rock is, though? Oh, pop punk. Excuse me. Ooh. Sorry. Zach just texted me about tonight. No feedback. It's really irritating, though. <laughs> uh, sorry, bad pod time. All right. Looks like at 7.30 tonight, Central Standard Time, 5.30 Pacific Standard Time, Down the Bunny Hole will be recorded. I can hear you feedback. What a bitch. <laughs> an old ditty. Inside his own brand new world. <laughs> cool. I do need to re record that now that I know what I'm doing. It's on my list of things to do. So is recording a cover song or 12 and recording new music and recording any music so I can have something to work on here. You know, the biggest issue I have, and it's the simplest, most stupid son of a bitch. I cannot get this audio interface to work in Pro Tools. I can't record in Pro Tools. The one program I have that's actually decent. I mean, GarageBand's not bad if you know what you're doing. It's just they hide the record button, and that pisses me off. Ugh. <laughs> it's irritating. Um, but yeah, so, basically... That's my guitar. Ah, no more feedback now. All right. One moment. I'm going to stop the second track from recording. All right. There we go. And yet I still play. <laughs> yeah, that's my guitar. Uh, my nameless guitar. I can't believe I'm having so much trouble coming up with one for it. You know, it's like I, I kind of lucked out. Hold on a sec. 
see, I actually give a shit about this one, so I'm not just going to throw it aside. I have to set it down gently. He doesn't drive it. He just rubs it with a diaper. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I've, I lucked out with all my other ones, you know? Like my first electric, well, my first good electric guitar, my SG-400 uh, Epiphone. Don't, don't get me wrong. Epiphone. <laughs> Can't afford a Gibson. Um, my, uh, yeah, Epiphone SG-400. I think it's just the G-400, but it looks like the SG. Kind of looks like the 61 uh, reissue from Gibson. Um, that one, I just called it Red. Because it was red. I had a teacher that tried to call it Georgia. And every time she's like, oh, you're playing Georgia. And I'm just like, fuck you. That's not its name. I hate that. <laughs> uh, but she just, that was her name for it. And I don't know why. Um, uh, and then my other, <laughs> my my Ibanez. Uh, uh, acoustic guitar, acoustic electric is blacky because it's black <laughs> yeah you see where i'm going with this um but then my fender strat acoustic i called elise because my friend elizabeth and my friend clarice were both uh motivating factors behind me buying that because i was like i don't need to go buy a new acoustic guitar and they're like yeah you do go do this for yourself treat yourself to something you never buy yourself anything like this that you really want so i'm like eh, okay so i did and so i combined their names together elizabeth and clarice and elise it's perfect um, and then <laughs> back to the color scheme for the, the Epiphone Les Paul Jr. I just called it Jet because it's Jet Black. And matter of fact, the first song I played on was Cold Hard Bitch by Jet because it just seemed appropriate. I named it right when I got home with it. I'm like, oh, okay, Jet Black, Jet. Okay, we're good. But I'm not going to call this one Olive. <laughs> That's stupid. I don't know, though. It's... It's really perplexing me. It's it's a Mustang. It's a Fender Mustang. It's an actual Fender guitar. That's that's what I'm just most excited about. Um, I know it's just like a name brand, but there's a certain amount of quality to be put in something that has the actual name brand slapped on it. I mean, I think this might be the one of the lowest end models that Fender actually makes. Um. Because, you know, the Squires are Squire by Fender. I mean, they are made by Fender, but they, they're they not, they're called Squire guitars, you know. They aren't Fender guitars, but they are by Fender. I know it's a weird thing. It's like Epiphones to Gibson. Gibson makes Epiphones, but they're not Gibson guitars per se, just because of the quality. Um, it's funny, my girlfriend's dad, he's an, a diehard, avid Gibson guitarist he has i think two les pauls and uh, gibson actual gibson les pauls and when i first met him he's like he's like what kind of guitar do you play and if it's anything other than a gibson you're wrong and i'm like well it's an epiphone version of a les paul he's like epiphone and i'm like hey dude i'm on a musician's budget and he laughed and he's like yeah i understand that so when my girlfriend told him about the guitar that i just bought he's like fender well you know that's he says something like, it's not bad, you know, but there's there's three kinds of guitars. There's Gibson, there's Fender, and then there's everything else. <laughs> and he's like, Fenders are like Hondas, but Gibsons are like a Lexus. <laughs> something like that. And it's funny. I would love to get an actual Les Paul guitar someday. 
that's going to be a while. Because those are four digits. And I do not have... Well, I mean, I have money, but I don't have that much. <laughs> I had that much for a minute, but it would have been every penny I own put into a guitar and everybody would have looked at me funny. I probably would have looked at myself funny and immediately sold it because that's super irresponsible. But, you know, what are you going to do? Um, been a pretty decent week. Yeah, class last night was hard just because of my head hurting and I was super fucking tired and I don't know. I had a really fucked up dream the night before and like it just kind of ruined my mood for the whole day. Like I was pretty incorrigible at times, I'll admit. Um and my stomach was bothering me. It was just like a bad day yesterday, you know. But I mean, I I got through it. You know, I the part of this whole cognitive therapy that I'm going through is like you know, you take these bad days are going to happen where everything's going to pile up on you like that. And I never like got down from it. I never just said, fuck it. I quit and just walked away from everything. I wanted to go home and go back to sleep, but that's because I was tired. I didn't want to go curl up in bed because it's my safe place. I was just legitimately tired. So I think the fact that I got through the day, you know, I've always had a little pit in my stomach, but I never let it control me. At least I tried not to. I think there were times where I let it slip. Yeah, there were. I definitely did. But it didn't ruin the rest of the day for me, if that makes any sense. And something like that I'm just going to take as a victory because I need them when I can get them, you know, <laughs> especially when it's with my fucking brain. Um, but yeah, the the one silver lining I had was that I didn't have to work today. So I knew that I was going to wake up, I was going to sleep in, going to wake up, go to my chiropractor appointment, which has been fucking rad, by the way, twice this week, just to get my neck all straightened out from the accident. Apparently, it can take up to 90 days for everything to completely manifest from even something as small as whiplash. So you want to beat the shit out of it now, because <laughs> otherwise you might be a little fucked up later. So I'm going to get more adjustments. I'm going to get uh, some massages thrown in and uh, hopefully even some x-rays so I can take a look at exactly how fucked up my back is because he keeps talking about how my spine has a weird curvature to it and my upper back has a weird bend that he doesn't like and he'd like to see it straightened out. So hopefully he can fix it. He seems like he knows what the fuck he's doing. So that's a good start, especially when somebody's literally snapping your body <laughs> and cracking your bones and joints and everything. Well, not cracking your bones, but they're cracking your joints, you know, relieving the pressure between them. So let's hope. Um, but yeah, I knew I was going to wake up and do that. Um, texted my girlfriend and said, hey, since I'm in town, let's have lunch today. So went and met up with her, hung out with her at work for a little bit. We got some lunch. And then I went and got a haircut, which is nice because I've needed one for about a month. <laughs> and I don't actually have a stylist. So I, I had one in Renton where we lived before, and I loved her. She was awesome. She was so good. She was fun to talk to. She had this good energy, and we just meshed really well. And then because my address was still set at my parents' house in Oregon, they got a letter stating that she was no longer working there because she moved on to something else. 
And I was like, motherfucker. I actually really liked her. I saw her like two, I think it was only like two or three times before that happened. But like we had appointments set in the future. You know, it was like this day, so many weeks from now is my haircut appointment at this time. Like I was, I was scheduled ahead. That's how awesome she was. I knew I wanted to keep going back to her. And then she left and that sucked. I know she took a vacation to Hawaii. I'm just wondering if she never came back. <laughs> I wouldn't blame her. She sounded, I mean, she sounded like she really liked it there. So it was unfortunate. But then one day when I was driving home, I'm like, fuck, I need a haircut. And I pulled up to get some coffee. And next to the Starbucks was a place called Sports Clips. And I'm like, <laughs> the big advertising slogan says, watch sports while you get your haircut. And I'm like, eh, whatever. I just need a haircut. So I went in and I actually really liked it. It was awesome. So when we moved here to Puyallup, I found another one here. So I went there and today this girl did a wonderful job cutting my hair. She was fun to talk to too. She had, I th- I think she has a, a hearing impairment because she, <laughs> she kept saying, what, what, what? And she'd have to like watch my mouth. Um, so I think she just had a little bit of a, yeah, a hearing impairment. And so, but she was really sweet. She was really, you know, knowledge driven. <laughs> I don't want to say knowledgeable because I know that's wrong. I think it's wrong. Um, she's very well versed in her craft. She said she's been doing it for like seven years. So I'm like, ah, all right, cool. Have at it then. (laughs) I mean, I'm not, even if you've only been doing it for a year, that's more than I have. I have no idea how to cut hair. Um, but yeah, she did a really good job and it's, they got a cool package there where you go in the back and you sit in a little massage chair and they put a hot towel around your face and then they massage your scalp with the shampoo and everything. And this whole thing's like 10 minutes long. And it's so nice. It's only 25 bucks too for everything. Including that. So it was really cool. But yeah, she did a great job. I feel better. I mean, it's not hard to cut my hair, I don't think. Because there's not a whole lot of it at times. <laughs> Thanks to the hats I always keep wearing. But uh, I don't know. It just feels nice. It's relaxing uplifting it's always good for the self-image you know anyway um let's see what's on the docket tonight we're gonna go watch beauty and the beast not the new one we're doing that tomorrow tonight we're gonna go watch the the movie the original movie with um my best friends ah, my best friend my girlfriend's best friend and her kids because her kids have never seen it what yeah i know weird Um, then tomorrow we're going to go watch the new one because, uh, it's my girlfriend's favorite movie. It has been the, the original, you know, it's her favorite movie since she was a kid. So she's like really looking forward to this, like ever since they announced it. And, um, yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. I've always loved it when I was a kid. I loved all those. I mean, not all the Disney movies. There are a few that I was just like, eh, you know, Fox and the Hound I was never into. I didn't really care for like Aristocats or anything like that. Um, but I loved like Robin Hood was my favorite. The Great Mouse Detective, awesome. Uh, Beauty and the Beast, fucking, I didn't care for Pinocchio that much. I think it kind of scared me a little bit when I was a kid. 101 Dalmatians was always fun. None of the sequels or the live action ones. Uh, Little Mermaid, of course I watched that, but eh, you know, it's okay. Uh,. What else? Oh, Aladdin. Aladdin was my jam. I think uh, Robin Hood and Aladdin were my favorites. 
Uh, I don't know. It's just a lot of them are really fun, but Beauty and the Beast was one of my favorites. You know, I had a, I had the 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 armoire or whatever it was as a. I, I guess I really wanted it as a kid because of that movie, and it was just a little tea tiny storage thing. It had a mirror in it, and little drawers and a locking drawer so you could hide things in it and throw the key away and stuff like that. I guess you don't want to throw the key away, but you know, you know what I mean. Um, and apparently my mom told me this a few weeks ago. It's like, dad was like, thought it was so, you know, girly that that's what I wanted. Now I know nowadays people would be like, why are you slapping genders on it? But you know, come on, calm down. I mean, it really was. I think it was even pink. No, it was yellow, but it was like baby yellow. And it was like a jewelry box (laughs) is really what it was, like a kid's jewelry box. So, I mean, it's something that girls would mostly have because boys don't usually wear jewelry. Some do, and that's fine. They can have jewelry boxing, but I didn't. I didn't wear jewelry. I think I had a necklace once, and I put it on a nightlight. And the metal sent sparks flying out, and I shorted it out. Thankfully, I didn't ruin the fucking wiring in the house, because I don't know if anyone ever actually knew about that. But I was a retarded kid. But yeah, so Dad was really happy when I got rid of that. (laughs) Not that he would have had a problem if I turned out gay or anything. My dad's actually pretty cool about that, but, you know. Um, Yeah. So that's what we're going to do. It's supposed to be... Uh, the weather kind of fucking sucked today, which was rough. Because yesterday, while I'm inside at work under fluorescent lights, it's beautifully sunny outside. I go out for lunch. I'm like, fuck yeah. I have a day off tomorrow. I get outside tomorrow. Today, tomorrow. I get outside today, and the weather's just rain. Overcast rain. Fuck. Uh, but it's supposed to be nice on Sunday, so hopefully we can get outside and do something. Because holy shit, you know. But yeah, uh, therapy went good this week. We, uh, it was just a good session. We, you know, set up a lot of goals for the next two weeks because I'm not going in next week because next Tuesday we're going to see Panic at the Disco. Yeah, that'll be fun. It's on my list. Panic the Disco and Green Day, both on my list of bands I haven't seen that I want to. And I've got tickets to both of them. Panic next week, Green Day in August. Hell yeah. I'm fucking excited. I've always wanted to see Green Day. I mean, Green Day was my favorite band before Blink-182 was. (laughs) You know, so. Yeah, I'm pretty fucking excited for that. Um, Panic's gonna be good, too. I fucking love Brandon Yuri. I don't care who you are. He's really fucking talented his voice the range he has the the lyrics he writes are fun they're a little jaunty you know jaunty is that the word i don't know whatever they're just fun they're a little off the wall um the music's really evolved since they started and so is the band seeing as how he's really the only one left (laughs) you know uh, but yeah, they're they're a lot of fun. I I love him. I'm really excited to see him. We got floor floor seats. Oh, not floor seats. Standing room. General admission standing room. 
So we're going to be in the pit if we want to be, or back by the sound booth like we were for Blink-182. Um, wherever. We're just going to be on the same plane of existence as Brandon Yuri, so that's cool. <laughs> uh, that's how you spell man crush. Yeah, oh well, I'm not ashamed. Um, oh, the last episode. I remember towards the end of my recording, I, I stopped, and I was like, what the fuck is that music playing? I thought it was the teenager in the bathroom because when he takes a shower, he likes to play music really loud. I found out my Amazon Echo was on the whole time of that recording, and there's just a soft, low-volume jazz music playing in the background. I don't think it got picked up because it was on, like, volume level one, but <laughs> that was funny. So, yeah, mystery solved. I figured it out about 10 minutes afterwards. I'm like, the fuck? I still hear that music. And then I looked over, and I'm like... I'm like, I, I called the, I don't want to call the device by its name because it's on always. So if I say it, it'll hear me. Um, but I'm like, are you on? <laughs> and she's like, I am currently playing or something like that. So that was funny. Let's see what she says. Alexa, are you on right now? Oh, I can't find the answer to the question I heard is what she said. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, yeah, that was really weird. I'd forgotten because sometimes when I get home, I'll tell her to throw on some like smooth jazz music, you know, like preferably like the New York style swing jazz, old stuff like Frank Sinatra, that kind of crooner music. I, I like to unwind listening to that, preferably instrumental stuff, believe it or not, but it's just a nice relaxing atmosphere when I get home. Um, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. So... Um, I think that about wraps it up because I got about 20 minutes before Zach and I are going to start recording. So I need to get all ready for that and get a session started. So on that note, I guess we're done for the day. Thanks for listening. Um, sorry if the guitar parts are really loud. I'm really not going to go back and listen until after I post it. So my bad. I hope the vocals are loud enough. It looks like I got a decent looking wavelength. But one can never tell until you go listen to it later, so I guess we'll find out. I'm such a shitty engineer. <laughs> uh, oh, well. If you can't shit on yourself, other people will. So on that note, um, yeah, take it easy, and thanks for listening. Let me know what you think. Talk to you next week.